0: we All right, welcome everybody to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast for another edition of Media Made Me. Today, I am joined by the lovely Deja and Davey. Uh I am Felipe, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you all. So Deja and Divey, one of you can introduce you.
1: Hi, uh, so we're Deja and di We have been content creators for a decade now since we were sophomores in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're currently still in school. We're studying public relations and film and just right now trying to do our best to get started in the entertainment industry just like a lot of other people who's interested in that. So yeah, that's what a little bit about us.
0: Yes, and if you don't know, they are twins. Uh, they were born forty-five minutes apart. Uh, if you need help, Deja is the one in blue. If you're watching the video, <laughs> and Divey's the one with the nose ring, um, unless I'm unless I messed it up. What if they were like, oh no, actually you were wrong. <laughs> um, you don't know. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of what we're going to talk about is like how you uh, how your identity as twins are. Uh, Cult, like cultivated via like the media you watch, but also like how you mm-hmm. branch off from your twin as an individual. For example, and like that's something super exciting about this particular conversation is you grew up together, you do a lot of things together. Yeah. Right now, we work at the same job, um, mm-hmm. and it's just super cool because you are two different individuals, but you are very much alike because I mean you share a lot of the same DNA. Uh, yeah. for your example yeah. and like you were telling the story uh, a couple of days ago about how uh, you felt very uh, strong sense of twin telepathy in a specific moment that you had yeah. together even when you were in different rooms which I think is super yeah. cool um, but uh, going starting from the earliest like um what do you remember like some of your earliest memories with like media being and uh were there any shows that your sister didn't like as much as you like is there any particular things that you watched that was like oh no this was more of a divy show versus this is more mm-hmm. of a deja movie
1: um I would say our first like experience with media that made a huge impact on us because of course we've had experience with media before but this would be the one that made a huge impact would be mary Cade and Ashley, the olsen twins yeah uh watching them on fuller house but then sorry not fuller house full house <laughs> but then watching them uh later on with the movies that they would make uh Especially like our dad would take us to video vision and we'd get VHS tapes mm-hmm. all the time of all of the Mary Kay Nashley movies and we just watch them on repeat. Like they had the biggest impact on us and we wanted to be like them so bad. We were like, how cool is that yeah. to work with your best friend right. and you get to do some really fun and amazing things like acting and then singing and just doing all of this crazy stuff. Like we just thought to ourselves, that is so cool of course we didn't think to ourselves like that obviously being a child actor isn't the most fun but uh tess we just thought to ourselves like hey that seems like a cool thing to do working with your best friend yeah how much better could it get
0: yeah um do you have a favorite mary kate and ashley movie or uh like project besides full house
1: i would say switching goals that was that one of my one favorites. of our favorites and then of course new york minute minute Every single time that we would go to the Video Vision to get their VHS tapes, uh, our parents would give us like, I forgot how much it was to rent the movie, but we could only rent one at a time. Mm-hmm. So every week we went there, it was only one movie at a time. And we would get other movies sometimes, but we would like always be sticking to the Mary Cade and Ashley mm-hmm. movies for the most part. And switching goals, we rented out out of all of them the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would just rent it out. Like, some weeks, we'd be like, we just want to keep this one. So, like, yeah. go back and then just rent it out again. So, yeah. yeah. I remember um, the people at that video vision knew us so much. Yeah.
0: Did you, did either of you relate to, like, can you tell uh, which twin is which? I'm sure you can. Um, when they're acting?
2: Yeah. If we they were tell. in the
0: same role. Not, if, not, like, if they were doing the twin movies, but if they were, like,
2: Michelle
0: in Full
1: House. When they were in Full House, I think it was a little bit harder to tell when they were Mm -hmm. younger just because they did look so much alike when they were younger. Which is weird because they're fraternal twins. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we know a lot of twins who Mm -hmm. are also fraternal who look just alike. But they are complete opposites when you actually get to know them Mm -hmm. uh but yeah when they were in their kind of roles where they're playing one person it's a lot harder to tell we even get Dylan and Cole mixed up when they were younger uh in the movie like with Adam Sandler and things like that so but it's easier to tell when you get older your face Mm -hmm. structures start to shape a little bit more Mm -hmm. and you can tell there's normally certain differences between the older twin and younger twin that's very obvious Mm -hmm. so
0: Yeah. And then in terms of their movies that they did, like where they were both playing a character, uh, did one of you relate to more of Mary-Kate and the other Ashley, or did you both relate to the same one?
1: Yeah, Yeah. when we were younger, I feel like both of us really wanted to relate more to Mm Mary-Kate's characters because she was more of the tomboy, Mm -hmm. and we were both very tomboy when we were growing up. We did Mm -hmm. not want to be Ashley because she was so, like, girly, Girly. Uh, but then as we got older, I would definitely say divies more mm-hmm. ashley and i'm more mary kate or so. at least the roles that they we were, were playing, playing uh we would relate more to mm-hmm. those ones in, in particular for sure um and even with uh t and tamara Maori as well like once we got older and we watched sister sister and we started seeing that and everything we even started relating to them too to where both Tia and Tamara and Mary Kate and Ashley had a huge impact on us. Mary Kay and Ashley first for sure, but then Tia and Tamara came in later to where we were just obsessed so much. And I remember we watched Twitches and I love Twitches too. I- I- Yeah. Yeah. And I always was the girlier one. I was always a girlier one Uh, later on. Like I was still pretty tomboy up until high school, but there was still some things about me that was a little more girlier than Deja. So even in Twitches, I was always a girlier one and Deja was more of the tomboy. Yeah. And I feel like It was a positive thing, Mm -hmm. obviously, that, like, we had these twins to look up to. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like because of the fact, though, that there's, there is a lot of stereotypes around twins. Mm -hmm. I feel like because we watched um, so many twins on screen, it's always portrayed as one or the other, like, very two ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. that we kind of felt like we had to then fit that as well Mm -hmm. because we're twins too and so you have everyone coming up to you randomly who's the evil twin who's a nice twin oh who's a girly one who's a tomboy one Mm -hmm. um so I feel like because of that that's a little bit about how media kind of shaped
0: you know yeah Mm -hmm. are there any big like twin stereotypes that you want to break down right now that like were frustrating or super cool to like get to play around with like either end of the spectrum
1: um Twin stereotypes. Uh, I guess something that not in our case. In our case, it wouldn't uh, be this way. But uh, one of the things that most people think is that all twins are pretty much like close with each other. And we are, but not all twins are. We've been friends with so many twins in our life. We still have a ton of twins friends. And so far, we're the closest tw- set of twins that we know. Uh, Ever like a a majority of them don't like hugging each other or they just prefer to have their separate rooms and their separate ways of living their life, even if they are identical. And we find it so weird because we're so close. And it's not to say that anything shaped us to be close. We just grew up very close together. But I would say that would be one of them. Is it not all twins are that close? A majority of them are. Pretty much like two separate people, and I think that it also comes into play with how people treat us as well. Is they do see us as one person instead of seeing us as two separate people, they just see us yeah. as the same person. Um, and in some situations, I don't mind, you know, like if we're going in on something and we have to pay, I prefer for people to see us as one person in that situation so that we don't have to pay twice. But yeah in a situation where uh, it's completely different than, uh, I don't like that. Like even our family members, they kind of grouped us together all the time. Um, and it was a bit annoying because we are two individuals. Um, and of course we are very close, you know, but it's just gets a little hard when people only see you as one person the entire time. They're like, Oh, where's yeah. your twin? Every single time we're somewhere and someone doesn't see one of the other yeah. ones they are like, Oh, wait a minute. We're so-and-so that's kind of strange. And it's like, of course you're going to wonder where is my twin, but I don't know. She's living her life. She's doing, you know, what she wants mm-hmm. to do. Cause we're two separate people.
0: No, for sure. And I, I definitely can uh, sense that it can be French frustrating mm-hmm. when, uh like if divy is uh, like i think i might have i've been part uh part of the problem at times uh like i remember one time deja was uh sick uh, or okay. or and then i was like Divey where's deja and then she was like oh she's sick so it's just gonna be me for a week yeah um, and then there was like also this other event uh jeremy's birthday party I was uh-huh. like, oh your sister didn't come and she's like no she had other plans and i was like oh All yeah right. but uh that said i do also Think like in terms of the friend group that we share it's easier Mm -hmm. to like just kind of have you as a package deal because you live so far away so it's like we're not Mm going to invite just deja and not Mm Divey or just Divey and not deja we're going to have them both here and then Mm -hmm. they can like kind of if it's like a party thing they can like kind of spread out or hang Mm -hmm. out together they can do that but i i like hanging out with both of you it's just sometimes it's hard because you live so far away
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in in our situation, I I do think that, uh, but when it's like people near us and everything, like close to home, then it's like, Oh yeah, Deja's just, she's doing her thing or, Oh, Divey's just doing her thing. You know, we don't always have to be together. Uh, But in that situation, yes, because we it's too far for us to drive out there separately, you know, or do anything separately out in LA. That's a lot uh, of driving and I couldn't do it
0: yeah um and then in terms of like was there ever a point growing up that you felt like your interests in different media and this generally i speak about movies and tv but like this can be music this can be books is there ever a point that you felt like your interests like very much diverged like and it was noticeable like whether it was like deja was really into this one thing where divy was like i don't really like this show or whatever uh like are there any examples where you have noticed that
1: Mm -hmm. uh yeah I feel like it's more recently Mm -hmm. now that we're uh I feel like maybe there was a shift maybe when Mm -hmm. we turned like 21 or so because a lot of stuff just started happening we started dating for the first time uh we started kind of making friends with other people which we always normally have the same friend group Mm -hmm. just a lot of stuff started happening where I feel like we started creating our own identities and finding ourselves so I feel like our media also changed a bit mm-hmm. I really started liking like Bridgerton and Ginny and Georgia mm-hmm. um, and all these other different type of TV shows the Mindy Project and I would try and get Divey to watch it with me because I know she'd like it but she was just like I don't want to watch it I yeah. don't I don't want to see that um, so yeah I feel like now that we're Growing up, we're creating more of a sense of our own identities. We're definitely, like, showing different interests and things, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. Um, it's a good thing. Um, but it's it's a little bit to get used to, so. For
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. and Divey, are there any shows or movies that you're trying to get Deja to watch that she refuses?
1: I don't think so. I hardly ever show her any new stuff. She's more of the one always trying to get me to watch something. And then I... I stick to just the same old stuff over and over again um, on repeat. But yeah, no, I wouldn't say that I ever really try to get Deja into anything. It's more her trying to convince me to watch uh, all of the new, like, Mindy shows, right? Yeah. Most I of them really Mindy like shows. The lives of college girls, you know? I, I, oh, yeah, and she did get me into that. She did get me into that. I sat there and I watched a couple of episodes and I was like, you know what? this is actually really good. And so I sat and I watched. It. And I'm pretty sure I would like all of those shows that she has mentioned that I haven't watched, but I just don't have the energy to exert <laughs> watching something new right now to where I'm like, I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, even with the gossip girl reboot, you're watching that yeah, too. I was watching the reboot. I just was like, I'm okay. And even gossip girl in general, she was watching that to try getting me into that. I was not.
0: Listen, I Deja, we can talk about Gossip Girl like yeah. we did the other Thank day. You. So I'll, I'll be your divey for that. Thank you. Um, so uh, it sounds like Deja kind of unwinds by watching media and watching TV mm-hmm. shows. How do you unwind, divey?
1: Sleeping. Sleeping? Relatable. <laughs> I sleep a lot. And then also I like to play my video games. Okay. Um, and I have my keyboard. So occasionally I'll practice a new song on there. So I would say that's how I tend to rewind, unwind a lot is sleeping, video games, or learning a new song and trying All to right. challenge myself. And then
0: people. Deja, is there anything else that you do to unwind besides TV? Uh, do you also play video games and keyboard or no?
1: Uh, I play video games, but I'm, I don't think I'm as talented musically as Ivy is. So she's, she has that. Um, I feel like for me, hobby-wise, I like to do some art sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then also sometimes I just really like doing research on, like, certain topics that I really like in Hollywood. Like
0: Wikipedia rabbit holes?
1: Yeah, like, whether it be, like, business side stuff, what's happening in Hollywood, researching, you know, what's Mm -hmm. going on. So I feel like that's more my speed.
0: (laughs) Nice. Um, In terms of, like, what kind of uh, media you grew up watching besides like twin content uh i know you auditioned for high school musical the musical the series were you i know we personally like have chatted disney channel original movies but like what kind of shows and movies besides like the twin related ones were you like super drawn to growing up and uh did you have any like super standouts that like You kind of like you had for uh switching goals, like any ones that like you remember watching on repeat all the time?
1: Uh, horror is our main genre, we love horror, uh, but keeping it more lighthearted. A horror ish movie that we really liked on Disney Channel that made a huge impact on us was Don't Look Under the Bed, that was our favorite. We would watch that so much, and the first time we've ever seen it um honestly it was like a fever dream it's like it didn't even exist after a while because we were like what was that movie we kept trying to remember mm-hmm. like hey what was that movie that we watched when we were younger it was like the boogeyman we were trying to refresh each other's memories one yeah. day and I th- believe it was like high school uh and we were like trying to figure it out when we finally looked it up online and we found the movie we're like that's it don't look under the bed and we watched it on re- heat we love it that must
0: one. be so helpful to have like someone who you watched it with because yeah. uh, like, if i'm always struggling to remember something i'm like mm-hmm. oh i have to like figure it out but like at least you have someone else to check in with first before mm-hmm. you have yeah. to go research
1: yeah and that really helps us another mm-hmm. one spirited away so mm-hmm. hayao miyazaki's films i feel like we got really into more of anime animation mm-hmm. uh type of style Uh, especially when we were camping all the time with Mm -hmm. our family when we were younger we would go to the campgrounds and there would be that cabin where all the kids hung out with the camp counselors and uh that's when we first watched spirited away Mm -hmm. we started getting more into anime like bleach and yasha and things like that so definitely those are some standouts
0: Mm -hmm. um and then in terms of like the big movies of today like are there any like I know you mentioned horror are there any standouts in the horror franchises or even like one-offs or like any other franchises that you really Mm -hmm. enjoy watching and like do you think that any of them has shaped like your passion for creativity not even just that but also like even like parts of your personality
1: uh the Final Destination films, we really love those. We love the Final Destination films. It's a simple, um, whole premise for the film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very simple. It's easy to follow, but also just how creative they can get with the kills can be very interesting Same. as well. Yeah. And I just uh, Final Destination three, I believe, is our favorite. It's the one with the roller coaster uh, death mm-hmm. scene. That is by far the best. I love that movie so much. That one shaped us so much growing up. We used to watch it all the time. Um, And a lot of horror movies all the time, just on repeat. Our parents thought we were weirdos because it was like, why are you watching this right before bed? But we were perfectly fine. We just loved watching horror movies. And I think something that really made us like a lot of the horror movies is use of uh, use of practical effects Mm -hmm. um, and how they were able to create a lot of these scenes without a lot of visual Visual effects and things like that I thought it was so cool um, especially the roller coaster scene Um, and then also just in a lot of uh, movies like Smile even how they were Mm -hmm. able to some of those things were amazing uh the last of us if you look at like the behind the scenes and how they're creating those practical uh effects with people and so cool uh and i i love it so i think Mm -hmm. those are some of the ones that definitely in recent years have kind of stuck with us no Mm -hmm. for
0: sure um also um you mentioned practical effects and Mm -hmm. halloween uh you by far through the best halloween party i've ever been to and you did oh, some practical you? effects like with the with the fog mm-hmm. machine with the scarecrows like yeah you put a lot into your parties like mm-hmm. if you have the pleasure of ever getting to go to a deja and divy party i highly <laughs> recommend because they uh show up with the catering with the drinks mm-hmm. um and they put a ton of effort into the decoration and the vibe and the like they yes. set the mood and, like, for Halloween, and then your birthday party, I remember those were two of my favorite parties that I've ever been to. You have, like, such a cool, like, yeah. cool, you create the environment well, and, like, if you ever got into party planning, I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> hey! Maybe
1: we will do party planning. I'm I'm so particular when it comes to parties in general. Yeah. I like for everyone to have a good time, yeah. and I, we're kids at heart, you know, so yeah. we love for there to be just fun things to do. We don't, want it to just be a party where everyone stands around listens to music and that's it. You know, like I prefer for there to be games for people to play and things for people to do, but also yeah. in, in ways where you can socialize, but also feel comfortable. Like if you don't want to socialize, you don't want to go talk to everyone. I want you to be able to be uh, by yourself. Some people don't want to go out and socialize. They want to be at a party, but sit, by the wall the whole time and that's yeah. perfectly fine uh but i also want them to feel comfortable in doing that and not like they should yeah. be out and socializing with people like if you're comfortable doing what you want to do be comfortable doing that and i don't want anyone to force you to be social if you don't want to be social mm-hmm. i just want everyone to feel comfortable have a good time in your own way like i that's how i like parties to be i and hate you when you get that parties. environment Yeah, I hate when I go to a party and someone is forcing me to do something I don't want to do. It's like, no, I'm very comfortable just sitting here. I just want to sit here. I don't want to get up and I don't want to dance and I don't want to do this. I want to just be sitting here. It doesn't mean I'm having a bad time. It just means that I'm comfortable in this spot right here.
0: (laughs) No, And as someone who was the DED for both parties, like uh, after a certain point, I like cut myself off. And like -hmm. like, for the second party more so. The first party Mm -hmm. I did like one jello shot and call it. Mm -hmm. uh, But... I was like, okay, so I, I'm i also someone who, like, I get more looser with more alcohol mm-hmm. in me, and, like, yeah. I'm more of, like, a dancer, a or partyer, or like, that, mm-hmm. but if I have to be responsible, then sometimes I shut down when it gets late, when I'm tired, mm-hmm. so I, I really appreciated the vibe that you created, because there mm-hmm. was, like, the board game area, and then there was also the beer pong area,
2: mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm.
0: you, you were very respectful and, like, inclusive in the way you uh, thought of your party. Um, yeah, there
1: was also the bouncy house area.
0: Yes, yes, that was that was a lot of fun um now so you also do your own content and you've been doing content creation for over 10 years how did that all start um was it one of you who came to the other was it like you saw you were like a fan because I think it's so interesting because we grew up in the generation where like people were doing YouTube vlogs, and like now a lot of people like have podcasts or Twitch streams or YouTube channels and I know like I know you were friends beforehand, but one of the ways that you fostered your friendship further with one of our coworkers, Steven, is because he's a Twitch streamer and you would pop yeah. in. Um, and you've mm-hmm. talked about that with me privately. So like, mm-hmm. what, where did the idea to do your own content, what kind of content do you do? Where can people check it out if you want to plug it right now? But uh, like, where did that all come from? And the you've mentioned being creative. So like, where did, where did these ideas spawn from?
1: Um, I, I would feel like it first started when we were younger. Uh, would be around elementary school, mm-hmm. going into middle school. We would, at our aunt's house, she had these little dolls. And we would just put on little play performances with these little dolls for our whole family. Uh, every time it was like Christmas, Thanksgiving, anything like that. And then our parents was like, oh, hey, we should get them a camera, you know, uh, so that they can record this little stuff. And then they could just show it to your family all the time. So our parents got us a camera. And we started recording little videos. And we just showed it to our family at first. But then um, later on in middle school, we got our very first, like, camera camera. It was like a Canon like M something. It was just like a digital camera, but it could take videos, take pictures, and it was fairly good quality. It was HD. It was really nice. And we started filming that, and then we came across YouTube. Uh, some of the first YouTubers that we ever watched were Shane Dawson, um, Jenna Marbles. Mm-hmm. We were also watching um, Hillywood. Uh, yeah, uh, and Hillywood at the time as well, and like parody videos too. Mm-hmm. And we got super inspired by specifically Shane. We liked the fact that he did so many skits on his yeah. own, like without a bunch of people helping him. He would play all of the characters. Pictures, and yeah. we loved that he did that. So we started yeah. making just little vlogs and then doing little skits uh, specifically with our dolls, though. Our dolls would be our main characters. Yeah. so we were sticking we to got the doll really thing. into the American Girl doll scene. There mm-hmm. was an entire side of YouTube where people were just making videos and stop motion videos specifically with their American girl dolls and we got so good at mm-hmm. stop motion and we were just doing that with them and making this But space. we didn't have American girl dolls that we had BFC ink dolls because we yeah, could not we afford, American afford American, American girl, girl dolls, dolls and our parents are not going to get us uh, American girl dolls so yeah. we did that for a little bit and then we stopped making YouTube videos on that specific channel it's called Twins Production 1 on 101 it's not there anymore we deleted it But then we got into our sophomore year of high school and we decided, let's start our YouTube channel again because we're older now, we have more resources. um, And our dad had bought us a whole bunch of studio lights and we just got a brand new camera. It was a Canon Rebel T3i. So we were like, yeah, let's make more videos. So we started making more. Um, and it, it just kind of took off from there. It was so much fun. We were just doing it for fun. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it wasn't even because we wanted to do anything with it. We were just like, let's just have fun. And around this time, we'd got really into Key and Pill. Uh, they were on Comedy Central during that time and we loved their comedy sketches. So we started going really into that. Uh, Mm -hmm. we saw Brooklyn and Bailey, the Merrill twins, Uh, -hmm. we just started seeing a lot more twin YouTubers on YouTube during that time. Uh, so that really inspired us, uh, Mm -hmm. all of them, uh, when we were making our videos. Uh, and then before we know it, some of the same people we were inspired by contacted us for the collab channel squared. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then after that, uh, the rest is kind of history. We just kept creating content. We kept going. Uh, we started working with really reputable brands, um, And we just had a great time. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately now we're not kind of doing social media as much just because we're working, but uh, whenever we can post content just for fun, we're doing it and then somehow Mm -hmm. it's going big on TikTok. I don't see how, Um, so yeah.
0: Um, Do you have like, uh, you mentioned Shane Dawson as like kind of someone who you saw what the content you were doing early on and like you were Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is really cool. Um, are there any people these days that you really admire their, uh, passion and creativity that like, if you could spend more time doing, you would definitely like take some, e- you would either want to collab with them or like draw inspiration from them.
1: hmm Um, I would say probably the Merrill twins. And then also, uh, there's someone in particular that I, geez, Louise, I can't remember their name. I can't remember their name. I'll get back to that person okay, in a second. No. Probably the Merrill twins. Um, mm-hmm. I like just their consistency uh, and the fact that they have always stuck to uh, certain values when it comes to their channel. They've always been a family-friendly channel um, and they've stuck to that. Even when uh, people on YouTube were doing outrageous things for views and people even still do that today just to get some sort of likes and views on things, they've they always stick to uh, their core value of who they are. And I find that really inspirational. Um, They haven't like switched up their content or anything just so that they can follow what's going on now to get more views. You know, they just stick to what they're doing and it's working for them because people like it when you're true to yourself and you're not changing up. Yeah. And I think also Brooklyn and Bailey, another Mm -hmm. inspiration, I think for them, they more inspire me um when it comes to what they're they've been able to make from youtube Mm -hmm. they have their own business they're able already to uh they're already married and they have their uh uh, their husbands and they're living in their own houses now they just both Mm -hmm. bought their homes and I think it's incredible that they have been doing youtube for so long I believe longer than we have yeah about the same time doing it I believe longer Um, than us and they've just done so well for themselves and another thing i like about brooklyn and bailey uh, that really inspired me is the fact they stayed in school uh they went to school they both have their bachelors and then brooklyn went off to become an esthetician so that they can create their own skincare line and i find that super inspiring like that's Mm. so cool because when you think about it like these uh brooklyn and bailey like they obviously we're making a good amount of money on their YouTube channel with their family and they didn't need to go to school if they didn't want to, um, Mm -hmm. which most YouTubers and influencers in general, they they don't do. They normally just continue on the YouTube path, but they decided to go to school and continue to get a higher education. And I think that's super inspiring because uh, at the end of the day, like, the internet is so new still. It's it's extremely new and especially influencers and the influencer lifestyle, it's super duper new. And so we don't know where this is going to go in 10 years yeah. time. And a majority of the older YouTubers that we do see that were on the platform when it just began we already see with them that they don't have, only a few of them do, but most of them do not have the same platform that they had back then. And they're not making as much money as they used to. And so, this lifestyle of this whole influencer thing isn't sustainable unless you're someone who can continue to grow every single year and learn with everyone how else. To- connect to different avenues and Mm -hmm. make a living out of it or else it's not going to go anywhere yeah and i like the fact that for a certain amount of time then it's just going to go away with brooklyn and bailey like they have all these different avenues now to where if youtube ends up getting deleted tomorrow, it doesn't matter because they have their skincare line. They also have their mom's hair care line. They have their clothing line as well. They have their eye mascara as well. They have all these other avenues that they could explore to where if YouTube deleted tomorrow, they will be perfectly fine. I think it's extremely smart uh, business wise.
0: Do you have any favorite videos that you've ever put together anything that you remember either like being super excited about when you were creating it or anything that like translated really well to audiences that you were like surprised Mm -hmm. by the turnout of that specific video uh are there any like highlights from your Mm content creation
1: definitely on when we were doing our the collab channel we did a video for valentine's day week uh because that was the theme for that week uh it's called the perfect couple interview interviewing the perfect perfect couple. couple sorry uh and it's one of our favorite videos because Out of all the twins on the channel, I felt like we had just the darkest sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not inappropriate, but just dark. Dark. Um, (laughs) And I feel like everyone else was very more family friendly, you know, and we were just, you know, ourselves. We were very weird. And uh, that video makes us laugh every single time we watch it, every single time. I remember in the process of just creating the video, too, Mm -hmm. we were having a great Great time. time. It was majority of the whole thing was just improv. It was completely improv. And majority of our skits that I feel like we had the most fun with were the ones that were improv. We would kind of just do an outline. So this is what's going to happen in the scene. That's what we're kind of planning, planning for, for, but do what you're everything do. that we would say was just improvising, you know, so yeah. whatever kind of happened just happened. So yeah, but that would be one of my favorite videos we did on the collab channel. And then on our channel, I would say the remake of Key and Pills Pizza, Pizza Order. I, we really challenged ourselves with the filming in that. Uh, once again, we were sophomores at the time when we made the videos so we really challenged ourselves with the filming aspect of it and then even with editing because the majority of our videos that we did whether it was on the collab channel or whether it's on our main channel I always did the video editing and then Deja did more of the channel artwork and the thumbnails all of that stuff so that's how we separated our work uh, for each other I edited videos she did the artwork And you know, it worked out that way. And so I had to challenge myself a lot when it came to editing that video. And I loved it. I had a really great time doing it. And then as I continued going with our YouTube stuff, I continued challenging myself with trying out new editing techniques so that I could get better at it. Uh, so I really liked it. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think another video that was really fun was the video that we did uh, for Raven's Home season two with Disney mm-hmm. Channel uh, for Deja and Dive YouTube channel, which you can check it out and then also check us out on TikTok, Deja and Divey. Mm-hmm. Uh, But that one was really fun. That was our first time mm-hmm. that we had worked with a really big brand like that. And mm-hmm. we love Disney Channel. So we were mm-hmm. just su- super ecstatic. <clears throat> Uh, and it was so cool. Cause like, you know, they obviously talk to you through email and we were just kind of getting to see the business side and you have to sign contracts and everything. And <laughs> it was just really cool. So um, that was really awesome. And then seeing the final product of the video, um, because we had different versions that we'd created, mm-hmm. uh, but they ended up going with a version that they edited for us, which was really cool because we mm-hmm. got to kind of see all of the kind of artwork that they use. And mm-hmm. then we tried to kind of emulate that later on for the rest of our videos, uh, which we really loved that. Um, and it was just really cool. That experience mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, and we were really grateful for being able to mm-hmm. do that. And that was all because of uh, through the Square channel that we got to do mm-hmm. that collaboration. So
0: yeah that's awesome and definitely uh i'm gonna put your youtube channel and your tiktok in the show notes so that people can check out what you're doing uh now i have one more question for you before i wanted to play a game that i came up with for you uh and then we'll wind things down so the question is gonna be how does working with your twin uh like is obviously like it helps because you can differentiate the tasks and like like you said, I did more of the editing. Deja did more of the artwork, thumbnail stuff. But like, do you face any conflicts uh, when you're doing that, like in a clash of creative visions um, when you are doing a project together? Uh, and then also like, how does uh, that affect like your personal life when you're trying to separate business and personal? Uh, does that ever cloud anything? Like, did you? I'm assuming just like, because you're siblings, you probably have had fights before. Yeah. Um, Like, did anything ever blend in with the business side of your goals? And also, like, at this point, like, what do you want to do long-term creatively with your channel? Once you answer that question would be something that I also am curious about.
1: Yeah. So definitely have, we've had tons of conflict when it comes to (laughs) who's doing what creative vision wise. We'll probably like sometimes... Uh, Divey will will both be thinking of a video idea and we're like yes we have to do this video idea meanwhile while we're preparing for the video we have two completely different visions for how we want to yeah. accomplish execute that. it yeah and so when it's time to do the video maybe we don't talk beforehand and we're like kind of laying out the plan the outline for it and she's like well I thought we could do this and I'm like I don't want to do that. I want to be more like this. So, definitely, there's been conflict when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes our visions are different. And then also, sometimes, like, we could feel like, oh, I'm doing a little bit more work than you are, and things mm-hmm. like that. So, kind of the same <clears throat> thing that you would probably get from a normal job aspect when you're working with mm-hmm. normal coworkers. Um, and yeah, it's a lot to kind of deal with when you're trying to balance, you know, work and life, work and personal. But We kind of find ways around it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I uh, think we just get along so well that we don't let it get to us too much. We're just Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, fine. That's how you feel. We'll figure something out later on to fix the issue. But like in this moment, we need to do what we need to do. Most of the time, what we'll do to kind of solve the solution, uh, solve the problem, we'll go ahead and say, okay, well, I came up with this video idea, so let me do it. Uh, and the vision in which I really think Mm -hmm. you know that I wanted to and if you want to add input then I'll totally take your input to see on how we can make things better if you know it's not Mm -hmm. turning out the way that we want to so I feel like that's something that we do to kind of solve the conflict we kind of say okay if you came up with this video idea and you already have a vision for it I want to let you do your vision and then I'll just add an input and Mm -hmm. we'll see you know where it goes from there uh in terms of our uh channels and what we're trying to do now We just want to create more content um, surrounded around just being ourselves more, Mm -hmm. um, just showing what our daily lives are like, um, and then also just creating more comedy sketches Mm -hmm. and uh, kind of just, I don't know, just interacting more with people from around the world and communicating more with people. Uh, So that's where we're really going more with our content and did you want to add anything to that um yeah no I think you covered it we we definitely want to make things that make us happy Mm -hmm. um to where it doesn't feel like a job because of the fact that we had been content creating for such a long time it got to a point to where it did feel like just a job and we were just putting out videos to put out a video um and not because we were having fun doing it and uh that was a huge issue for us to where we did take a very long break at one point uh when we went into college so that we could just focus on school but also just kind of relieve ourselves of the burnout that we had um burnout is real yeah uh it was a lot it was just too much so I want to make content that I feel happy with doing I want to take breaks when I want to take breaks because I do think that with uh, the way it was before and like the work that we had to do and who we were working with at the time, we did have to be so consistent to where there weren't any breaks. And it was a consistent thing of like, hey, you got to be, you know, this is kind of how it works with the YouTube game and with the content creator stuff. You got to be consistent. Otherwise, you aren't going to grow. And it's true, but I do think that it's not healthy especially if it is starting to make you feel a certain way, it isn't healthy and you do need to take breaks. And hopefully when you come back from that break, if your audience that you grew is um, very supportive of you, they'll understand Mm -hmm. and they will be there for you when you come back from taking whatever break that you need to. Uh, But definitely like quality over quantity is the thing that we're trying to Mm -hmm. focus on the most is just putting out quality content And not just whipping out videos every single day that is just not it. You know, it's just not the best product. We want to put out something that has good quality and substance to it. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we are kind of going with the channel and with our No, technology. And I love
0: what you said because, like, as someone who also creates content, it can mm-hmm. be a burnout. And like, just mm-hmm. based on where I am from when I started. Like, I've been doing this podcast for it's going to hit three-year mark next week. Um, and I love doing the podcast, but also my life has changed. Uh, when I started, I was graduating into a pandemic that I had the time to create an episode every week. Um, mm-hmm. but now I'm at the point where I'm so busy with like work and then also trying to do comedy and outside things that I am starting to look at, like, what are alternative ways to have consistency? And that is by mm-hmm. doing a project like this, where I know I can bank the episodes. And then once I have all the episodes for the season, I can release them weekly while I work on the next season or work on something else. So that is like, you always have to adapt and you have to take care of yourself Mm because as much fun as this is. It's still a lot of work, even if you don't consider Mm -hmm. like it's fun work, but it's still work Mm -hmm. um, for Mm -hmm. a lot of it. Now quickly, I know we are short on time, but I want to just give you a couple of dynamic duos and you have to figure out who is who. And just like, so, um, and if you don't know this fictional universe or like this, these people, you can always pass. So um, Chloe and Hallie, Ooh,
1: that one's a hard one. I want to say Hallie. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) But I'd rather be Hallie. I I feel like Hallie more than I feel like Chloe. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we're both more Hallie. I feel like in terms of how protective they are over one another, Another? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're both Hallie. Because I love Chloe and Hallie. I think that um, they remind me a lot of ourselves um but I think when it comes to their personalities that we both are Hallie um yeah. but the way other people would see us they would probably say that I'm Chloe and she's Hallie okay that's just by the way other people see us because Hallie but that's does-
0: also a thing because you see yourselves differently than how other people see you but you yeah, have to yeah. know yourselves better than anyone else
1: because mm-hmm, um. is more of a reserved side to herself and I feel like that's both of us until you get to know yes. us However, when me and Deja are together, I do have, I, I feel like I kind of have to be the outgoing, more outspoken version of myself when we are just introducing ourselves to people or in a social situation because Deja is so reserved and I don't want anyone to think, oh, the twins hate us, you know, or anything like that. So I do uh, be more outspoken. So I think that from an outside perspective, people would say that I'm Chloe and she's Hallie. So we'll.
0: All right. Next dynamic duo: Timon and Pumbaa. Mm. We,
1: I've never seen The Lion King. Yes, Daisy yeah.
0: just whispered, "She's I, never seen The Lion King." No,
1: I. We have I seen. I probably Lion King. watched it when I was younger. Yeah, but we, I haven't. Watch don't know anything about the. Yeah.
0: Well, we are gonna fix That's this one, one, one day, um, and, <laughs> so and adult sorry. viewing. Uh, <laughs> in terms of Woody and Buzz, you know Toy Story, right? Yes. Okay, who's Woody and who's Buzz? Woody.
1: Was. yeah okay. yeah um
0: and uh and then uh i wanted to ask uh we already did mary kate and ashley um but what about who is uh wanda and who is uh pietro mm. Ooh. which one of you is going to die in the first movie
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't Hopefully say that I'm of kidding the-
1: Wanda Pietro. Okay. I guess I could see it. Yeah.
0: All right. And then uh, two more. We got uh, Batman and Superman. Mm.
2: Mm. This is
1: a hard one. Hmm. Batman and Superman.
0: It's okay if you don't have one. I want
1: to see Batman superman yeah
0: and then lastly spongebob and patrick
1: oh (laughs) i love it um spongebob patrick
0: okay
1: sure 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 all right
0: and you can always like the thing is that you you could grow in five years you could have completely different (laughs) answers and that's (laughs) something super cool about like life and being twins um, now, I want to give you the floor to plug whatever you have going on these days and anything yeah. else you want to promote. And also on my podcast, I always like to ask people like for a pop culture plug, whether it's a song they're listening to, a movie Ooh, they yeah. absolutely want people to check out, a TV show that they're in love with right now. So in addition to what you have going on, each of you get to plug something else.
1: Okay, right, right. Cool. Um, so you can check us out on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok. Uh, our social media pages is the same as you're going to see here Deja and Divy. Uh, Divy's name is D I V. Uh, you can check out our content there. We've got a few stuff that's going to be coming out soon, some videos popping up on there. Uh, remember, quality over quantity. Uh, and in terms of plugging something that we're enjoying, Divy, what do you want to? Uh, a song, What Would I Do by Strawberry Guy. Cool. All right. For me, I'm going to plug two things.
2: Mm-hmm. That's um, should.
1: First off, Jenny and George, I just finished the second season. And I know it's a really it's really late to barely be finishing it now, but I loved it. Um, so that's definitely something uh, that I want to plug. And then also Niall, his uh, song Meltdown, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. um is going to be releasing i believe tomorrow the single so check it out because i've yeah, been listening tomorrow. to the little preview on tiktok and i cannot wait i can tell that's going to be my song of the
0: summer so mm-hmm. love it and hopefully uh who knows when this episode will come out it could be in a month it could be in two months but hopefully we're all listening to meltdown at the same time
2: yeah, Yay. Um, yeah.
0: in terms of me just quickly uh brazilian dragon podcast on all social media at brazil dragon pod uh you can also go to my Linktree tree link dot link slash a Brazilian dragon. Um, you can also like and subscribe on the YouTube channel as they are pointing up here. Um, and then in terms of my main stuff at with the flip on all social media, primarily Instagram, mostly these days, that's where you can keep up with everything I have going on. We got more media made me on the horizon as well as continuing to do Scooby-Doo and other miscellaneous projects. I know the twins and I have plans to chat about cowbells mm-hmm. at one point in time. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And while you're here, feel free to go drop a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show, find uh, different content that they might be interested in. Uh, If they search up Disney Channel Podcasts, hopefully with more five-star reviews, they can find it. So um, with that said, everyone, thank you so much to the twins for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you. Of course.
0: And until next time, everyone, obrigado for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.